Hello and welcome to Trapping Radio 2.0. Um, this is Jeff Dunlap, and uh, I'll be doing the podcast this week. And I've uh, got quite a few different things I want to talk about. And first of all, I want to take care of our sponsors, uh, F&T out of Alpena, Michigan. They have everything you need for hound hunting, uh, trapping, uh, predator calling, pretty much everything you need. Um, you can go on their website and check them out. They also have a new store, uh, so you can go, you know, if in the Alpine area or if you're heading to the Nationals, and what you can do is stop right in. It's an awesome store they have. Uh, there's nothing like I've ever seen before. Uh, so, you know, give them a call at www.fntpost.com. Um, also, we have Funkies. Uh, trap tags out of Alan Sayers out of Iowa. Uh, Alan's an awesome guy and you know he really uh, does a good job for trappers. He donates a lot for trappers and he's just an awesome guy. Um, you know if you want to deal with an awesome guy you know call Alan Sayers at uh, Funkies uh, you know or Hilltop. So you know, Alan owns both companies. Uh, you got Jeb Hollingsworth out of uh, Oklahoma, Hollingshead uh, out of Oklahoma, and uh, you know you can go under uh, you know Oki Trapline Supplies, and you'll find Jeb. And uh, you know Jeb buys fur. Um, he does all kinds of uh, you know glands and meat and stuff like that. Uh, you know he's got all the weirdo stuff that you uh, definitely you know if that you're looking for that Jeb's the guy, the go-to guy. Um, you know. Uh, we also have uh, uh, Dunlap Lures. Uh, what can I say? <laughs> Dunlap Lures. You know, appreciate everybody that uses, uh, you know, my products. And, um, you know, that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today is uh, about lures and bait companies and, you know, w why we made decisions that we made, um, you know, and I just really do appreciate everybody that uses Dunlap lures. Um, you know, uh, the trappers have always stuck by me and treated me great, and um, you know, using our products and you know, just friendly. And I, I really, really do feel uh, I owe the trapping community a lot. My my whole life, I I pretty much owe them. And uh, but um, you know, those those are our sponsors. Uh, we're going to be uh, looking for sponsors. Also, uh, you know, for you know, different things we're we're doing. Um, if you want to be a, sp a sponsor on the, the this show, or uh, at the end of the show, uh, different things, you know, uh, get a hold of uh, me or Sarah, and you know, uh, we'll give you the pricing on it and everything else. So, um, that being said, because uh, like Clint always said, you know, it's uh, you know not free to you know do the server and all that. Now I really know he's was telling 100% of the truth, you know, so, um, also, um, what I wanted to talk about, you know, to start with this week is, um, in case you hadn't heard, uh, me and Sarah bought, uh, Predator Control Group, um, and Trapping Radio and all that, uh, you know, uh, Clint wanted to have time to 
you know, uh, just go trapping when he wanted to, not have to worry about it, be out of the public eye, um, not, you know, have to worry about sales and all that stuff. And, um, you know, and he has other interests, you know, like I like to go metal detecting. Am I going to quit trapping for it? No. But, you know, uh, Clint has a different stuff he wants to go conquer. And, you know, uh, I'm sure he'll be back at some point. Uh, he will be at the Fur Takers running his booth and, uh, and at the Nationals you know both so um you know i look forward to hanging out with them we're going me and sarah are going down there uh to his and cindy's house um the fourth july weekend gonna hang out with him and cindy and alan sayers from funkies is gonna be there carl and liz from razorback snares um seems like somebody else is gonna be there too but uh i don't remember who it was <laughs> so um <laughs> sorry whoever it was I know we're going that's what I'm I can barely keep that straight so um but you know the thing is is with us buying it there was a lot of different things to look at with us buying predator control group and you know it's like uh you know being behind the scenes and seeing you know knowing what uh different people are doing there's a lot of what goes on is um you know, you know, lures that are sold and, you know, and I'm not going to name no names. It ain't my business uh, to name their names because uh, they went a, a way that they they wanted to go. So I'm not going to out anybody because, um, I mean, uh, it's their business, you know, and I wouldn't like it if they did it, if I if they did it to me. So but there are businesses out there, uh, you know, lure companies and stuff that. Uh, people, I see them on Facebook and stuff, say, I use so-and-so's lures, you know, because, uh, you know, so because of, I almost said his name, one of the names of so-and-so. He, he doesn't own that company. Uh, he hasn't owned it since, like, 92, you know. So, um, you know, that's the thing is, is, you know, with the, you have different ways of going it. People look at it where... Um, thinking how to say it people look at it as if you don't think as the consumers that the original person is making it because i mean a lot of times you know if i'm buying a product um you know off a, a smaller company or something i'm buying it off that that person and uh you know i like that person and i'm using i'm using their product because i like them i like what they have to say and stuff like that you know, um, you know, t try not to, you know, uh, buy off somebody I think is an asshole or treated me badly. Um, you know, sometimes you're forced to, but, um, you know, but the, so they, they, what they do is, is they, you know, um, you know, don't let it out that it was sold. Um, you know, and that's one option to go. Um, you know, you got another option to go where, you know, you come out and you, uh, you know, say exactly you know, I, I, I bought this, and that's, you know, like Scott Welch when he took over Blackies. I mean, that's what Scott did, you know. Um, you know, he, uh, you know, come out and said, you know, he was buying it, and it was all public knowledge. And we could have went either way with this. You know, we could have had it where, um, you know, we had it, kept it a secret, uh, or, and we discussed all of it. Um, but, um, you know, our thing is, is me and Sarah, are, we've, you know, our lives are pretty open with the trapping community and our friends. And, um, you know, uh, we, we didn't want to lie. We didn't want to lie to you. Um, and it, and it, just because you don't tell everything you know doesn't make you a liar. 
But if you if we felt if you go and buy products and you think that um, our hand wasn't involved, uh, you only thought Clint was, then that that would be a lie, and you know, we didn't want to do that. I mean, we didn't, basically didn't want to go out there and start living a lie and uh, you know having this stuff on our table and um, you know um, have it where we uh, you know basically lying to you know, our customers and friends and stuff that come up there. And, it, you know, and the thing is, is, you know, you only can keep a lie <laughs> for so long, you know, then what? I mean, in five years, all of a sudden, you know, we're still, you know, hauling the stuff around for Clint to his shows. So, you know, uh, we would have thought that honesty was the best policy. And, um, you know, that's the route we chose to, to do. Um, you know, I don't think uh, anybody is, I've had people tell me that, you know, uh, people think you're too corporate. You know what? I still make the, no matter how much we sell Dunlap lures, uh, I, I make them exactly the same uh, in, in uh, two and a half gallon batches and five gallon batches. That's what I make them all in. Um, because of the, I, I, if I try to, I've tried to take it bigger, uh, make bigger batches, and it, it doesn't turn out right, and I end up throwing it away because it ain't right, and I don't, I ain't putting nothing in a bottle that I don't, I wouldn't use myself. So, um, you know, I throw the <laughs> a whole bucket full of stuff away um, because it isn't, you know, or a bigger batch, you know, twenty gallons or something because uh, it ain't right, um, you know, and it'll it'll blow up on people, and you know, so. Um, You know, I mean, so the thing is, is it's always going to be made the same, you know, is what I'm trying to say. And, you know, I mean, we went out trapping, um, you know, uh, all over the United States this year, and we're going to continue to do that. That's why I love when I was in the hospital and I thought, you know what, um, I hope this wasn't my last first season. And I've told people this before, and a lot of you, uh, you know, people listen to Trapper Radio, I've told. And, you know, I was laying there, and I thought I was, I really thought I was going to die. I, I told Jeff Haggerty, I said, I, I really hope that last season wasn't my last season to ever be able to trap. And, um, I, you know, I started feeling better. I thought, you know what, I want, there's a lot of places I want to go trap, a lot of the areas I want to go do this stuff in, and I'm going to make a commitment to myself that I, uh, I'm going to go all these places and trap everything I want to do. Um, and uh, that's exactly what I did. And, you know, that's the thing is, is, um, you know, we get a, a lot of opportunity to go do that stuff um, because of, you know, the business that we're in. And we're very blessed. And, um, you know, I ha have been my whole life, um, you know, but, you know, the thing is, is uh, you know, it makes me laugh. Somebody tell me I'm I'm corporate because you know, I, you know, people think you're too corporate. You know, I mean, the thing is, I I'm about as far away from corporate as you could get. I mean, I quit uh, high school in the tenth grade to go out and be a, a professional trapper um, and coon hunter, and then the price dropped out of it, and then it was a struggle, you know, uh, on and off for a long time. Um, you know, we I caught bait and. Uh, you know, I made my living off of the outdoors my entire life. That ain't corporate. So, you know, I know that most of you out there don't think that. 
uh, you know, but that was, you know, uh, what some people have said to me when, you know, I was, you know, think we were thinking about buying this. And because uh, there was one dealer that got a hold of him and said, uh, we had a guy call up here and he said, uh, you know, I'm not buying none of that Jeff Dunlap stuff anymore. And he says, uh, they said, well, why is that? And he says, uh, you know, because he come out with another line of lures that she trapped uh, trying to get more business. That wasn't, had not, you know, I mean, that, that, that's where people draw conclusions on stuff that is absolutely not true. I didn't, you know, it's like uh, there was nothing I needed to, um, you know, do to get have more business or anything like that. Uh, you know, I mean, Sarah had trapped and, you know, uh, we got together and she wanted, uh, you know, come out with a couple of her own lures and. Um, you know, we had an awesome time building, uh, you know, the lure line. Yeah, was I involved? Absolutely I was. Did I do it for more sales? No. I, I did it because, uh, you know, it was fun for me and Sarah to go do that together. You know, and, uh, you know, I mean, they're, they're great products. And, you know, uh, you know, I mean, like I said, we had a lot of fun coming out with them. And, uh, you know, I mean, that's Sarah's line. I mean, you know, and she knows how to make every single thing that uh you know dunlap lures makes you know i mean she if, if you get a bottle of dunlap lures she put the label on it and put the stuff in it i may i mix it up sarah bottles it you know like i was bottling some yesterday because she's uh you know down to iowa you know picking up some stuff from uh funkies but um you know that's that's the thing is is uh you know that wasn't ever why we come out with the she trap stuff it was uh you know, because Sarah thought, Sarah thought that, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, getting away from the lures part of it, you know, that uh, she could, uh, you know, get women involved uh, with trapping and stuff. And uh, she's done a really good job at that, you know. And not only women, um, you know, there's a, a lot of men, you know, see her doing this stuff. And they, they're like, you know, she does it. I can do it. You know, it looks like fun. And uh, we hear that quite a bit. Um, so... You know, that's the thing is, is, uh, you know, people draw conclusions on stuff that are not true. It's what they've made up themselves because, you know, you don't want to use my products because, uh, you know, you know, somebody I care about a lot uh, wanted to come out with the lure line and I was involved in it. Fine. If, if that if that were your only reason you was using my stuff before was because I didn't help the person I cared about, you know, then fine. Don't use it. But, you know, it seems pretty silly to me, um, you know, I mean, but, you know, it's like buying uh, Predator Control Group. You know, did uh, we need Predator Control Group? Part of it was, is we needed it like a, you know, like I need a, a third eye, you know. Um, you know, I mean, we were busy and, you know, got to get ahead. But we looked at the situation, thought, you know, if we reorganize this, work a little bit harder this time and get ahead on stuff. You know, we we can do this. You know, so um, basically, um, basically, when you think that you are at your limit and can't do no more, um, Sarah will tell you that you can do more. So, <laughs> you know, so that's the thing is, um, there's multiple reasons why I wanted to. You know why I initially uh, wanted to buy it was because of the fact 
of like uh, some people go out and they'll go on do uh, trap buy trapping instructions and uh, go to schools, go to the fur takers or you know Matt and Brian school, uh, Chappie school, you know to New York, uh, Zagger school, Marjun school, um, you know uh, Ed Schneider school. Uh, you know, there's all these schools that people go to, and I mean, there's lots of uh, Kendall and uh, Lee and Leon's school and Denise's, you know. Uh, you know, so that's the thing is, there's all these schools, and people go to them, and, you know, you see the pictures, and there's lots of people there, more at some than others, but, you know, I mean, there's still a lot of people who go to them. Um, they're, they're going there to get knowledge, to be better trappers, to be able to be more effective, because that's what they love. And one avid reason that I went and wanted to, when me and Sarah started talking about it, um, you know, buying predator control group, um, was because of the fact that I love doing the lures and coming out with bases and knowing the knowledge, how to, you know, make uh, stuff that will bring the different types of animals to that set. And I love that. Um, so I, what I, I know what my dad knew, you know, not everything, but, you know, a lot. And um, I know what I know that I've learned my whole life. Um, and the thing is, is, you know, I've talked to other lure makers, um, you know, that were done um, and talked to them about bases and, you know, this and this and this and what holds up. Um, you know, but I wanted to know, what does Clint know? What has he learned? He's been doing this for his basically... Uh, whole adult life he's been all over the country he's made lures he's been successful one of the most successful lure makers around I want to know what he knows and uh, on that aspect I'm it, it's worth every penny you know because um, you can put what Clint knows or what I know and what my dad knows and other stuff I picked up from other people and you start putting you know the more knowledge you gather about something um, the better you're going to be at it and, uh, you know, and I mean, I, 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 I like being successful on making stuff that gets animals and different types of animals to come into stuff and, you know, get it to hold up longer than uh, just throwing some meat in a hole, you know. Um, you know, I mean, it, you know, it was, like I said, it was worth every penny to get to know exactly what Clint knows and be able to call him up and ask him, you know, what about this? What about this? What did you find out? You know, um, you know, in a way, cause Clint's a good friend, but we never talked about, you know, making lures or what does he use or what do I use? You know I mean? The most is like, uh, he'd say, Hey, uh, you got any extra shellfish? Could you bring it to show for me? Cause I'm going to need some and you know, uh, so-and-so can't get it out. Uh, you know, so I'd, you know, take him some shellfish, but wouldn't ask him what he was putting it in. You know, there was, there's none of that. So, um, you know, I didn't know, you know, what he puts in cat collector. Um, and it's interesting to see his style of lure and bait making, because I know mine. Um, even Sarah's is, is way different uh, on her thought process on it than, than mine. Um, you know, but it was interesting to see Clint. Um, his process, uh, you know, and I called him up and I said, you're way different on this and this and this and this than I am. He said, uh, so basically you're saying that, uh, 
uh, I've been wasting money for all these years. <laughs> I'm, saying, no, I'm not saying that. You know, you're, you're misunderstanding. The processes both work. They're just radically different. And you think you just put stuff here and put, you know, uh, in a bottle, in a, you know, but it's m more than that. And, uh, you know, I just wanted to have it where, you know, um, I just want to be the best I can be. And sometimes you have to pay because you're going to pay either way. Every mistake you make in uh, the lures and baits or in life, every lesson you learn is going to cost you, uh, whether it's with you know learning it on your own or you're paying somebody, and uh, you're you are going to pay. Um, but you know that's one of the reasons why I personally wanted to buy it. Um, you know to be uh, a better lure and bait maker to learn more. And uh, like I say, it was worth every penny. And uh, I learned a lot, still learning a lot. And, uh, you know, that's the thing is, um, I, I personally never, ever sat and thought, you know what, uh, I can't make this stuff that, you know, Clint makes or whatever. You know, I sat there, we went through it, we made everything. And uh, I don't see, didn't see no, no problem with anything, um, you know. It's identically to what Clint makes, and uh, you know, you just follow the directions. You know, um, you know where you would run into problems if you had somebody where they well I eyeball this and dip this and put that in, and you know I just kind of you know pour it for like two seconds, and you know it has to be rowed down, you know, and followed, and the lure formula is built that way, um, you know, and then you can do it identically how they did it. And, uh, you know, we get the essential oils in the same place. Uh, there's some stuff that uh, even I have to buy from other people, which I, was really weird to me, um, you know, that I didn't never even had thought of. That's one of the things I, I you know, paid to learn is, uh, you know, this uh, different products you buy from this person or that person. And I'm around them people at conventions all the time, didn't even know they even handled it. So... You know, on that aspect of the lure maker, it's invaluable. Um, you know, um, the other thing is, like I say, I just thought we could do a good job with running it. Um, and um, the other, th the one other thing is, I mean, uh, with full transparency, is uh, you know, tomorrow, like on Amazon, like on Amazon, they had traps, um, lures, baits, uh, snares, everything you ever need to go trapping on Amazon was sold on there. One day, a lot of people knew it was coming. I wasn't one of them people, but uh, they banned traps and stuff on there. And, you know, uh, yeah, once in a while, something will pop up. Uh, they, they haven't picked up the algorithms or whatever they're looking for with traps, but you, they don't want them on there. Um, and the same thing could happen with the social media. It could happen with Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, where all trapping is gone one day when we wake up. And I don't want um, the social media where I can reach out to trappers and tell them what's going on and have them involved in my life and I'm involved in their life. Uh, I don't want to rely just on, on uh, you know, on Facebook or YouTube or any of that. I wanted, you know, something to be able to reach out and talk to trappers. And that's, you know, the, the other thing is, is uh, trapping radio, you know. And I didn't want that to end up with... Uh, you know, uh, somebody else, um, you know, so that was a big, big, big thing. Um, 
you know, Clint did 500, almost 500 episodes. That's, that's a lot of talking, um, you know, so, uh, you know, you know, do I, I think I got 500 episodes in me? Probably not, <laughs> being honest, probably not. You know, Clint's a good talker. I'm, I'm not, I'm not a good talker. Uh, you know, I, um, and, um, and, uh, and, you know, I mean, that's, that's just me, you know, fidgety and, you know, just the way it is, you know, different, different personalities, but, uh, we do have a lot of big things in the works, you know, I mean, I talked to Jeff Haggerty and talked to Nick and they both had some great ideas and, uh, you know, and Sarah ha always has great ideas. Um, you know, so, you know, we're going to try and, uh, it's going to take a little time, but, you know, we got, uh, some stuff we're working on that I think that, uh, trappers are really going to like and, um, you know, and. I would like to use this platform to, you know, reach out and get more people involved in trapping. Um, you know, not necessarily beaver trapping. Just kidding. But, uh, you know, the price comes up. Everybody comes out of the woodwork. Up here, um, you know, I, we go out and set traps, and we might run into one or two other trappers, um, you know, out there trapping spring beaver. Because that's what my, one of my favorite things to do is spring beaver trap. Everything's just fresh and, you know, um, it's just it's a lot of fun and you know there isn't a you know we've run into one or two local guys uh you know this year you know there was a bunch more out because you know beaver prices are up and you know they went out and everybody likes to spring beaver trap it's it's fun you know and um so you know the, basically there'll be there'll, there'll, there'll be more next year and uh you know and, and we need all them people um I'll, you know we need all the support we can get in, in this, in trapping, and, um, you know, that's why I'm hoping to use, like I say, use this platform to get more people, in, you know, uh, involved. And uh, even if they're not going to do the fur trapping, if they're just going to do, uh, you know, catch possums and raccoons on their own property, uh, you know, stuff like that. Um, but, uh, you know, those are, you know, some of the big reasons that we that me and Sarah decided we wanted to buy predator control group and there was another reason um, you know I thought it would be really cool uh, to be the owner of predator control group you know my good friend owned it I didn't want it to go to somebody else um, you know that uh, you know wouldn't love it and care about it and uh, you know one of the last things I uh, I, I after we made the deal, I told Clint, I says, uh, you know, I, I'm really nervous about this. And he says, you know, about this, this, and this. And I said, no, I said, I just don't want to, you know, do a bad job, you know, for you. You know, because I, I do. I feel uh, I own it. I can do whatever I want with it. Um, you know, as long as Sarah says it's okay. And, uh, <laughs> but I, uh, you know, the thing is, is, uh, I do care what Clint thinks. He's a dear friend, and um, you know I, I would never do nothing that would uh, make him him regret selling it to us. And uh, you know, and uh, basically wanted to, uh, like I say, just wanted to. Uh, you know, I thought it'd be cool to own Predator Control Group and Trapping Radio and all this other stuff. So we did it.
they uh, in a down market. <laughs> we decided, hey, it'd be a great idea. Let's go out and take take our all our money, and <laughs> we're gonna buy Predator Control Group, another lure company. Uh, you know, but you know, you, you, you the opportunity that's you know comes, and you know you gotta you gotta either do it or don't do it. And uh, it's like I told Sarah, I said, you know. Uh, you know, the thing is, is if, uh, you know, you want to do something, you know, uh, you gotta, you gotta just jump out there and do it and, you know, worry about what's going to happen later. And, uh, that's basically what we both did is just jump out there and, but, uh, she's a lot more brave on jumping out there than I am sometimes, you know, so, but she's, you know, she really got a good business head about her and. You know, it's really smart, and, you know, she's good with all that stuff. I, uh, you know, I can edit video, and that's about it. So, but I, uh, but if on this, uh, you know, like I say, we're going to get on the trapping radio. What we're going to do is we're going to try and get some really cool stuff um, on here. Um, you know, some people have been on here but mostly you know people uh that you know but haven't uh ha haven't been on here or any other podcast before and i know a lot of them people so i think i could get them on uh hopefully and um you know we're going to try and do some cool stuff um you know if you have <coughs> happen to uh you know think something would be a, a good idea open to suggestions i uh you know definitely not the smartest guy in the room um, you know, we're coming up with, uh, ideas and stuff all the time. So, um, if you have any ideas about what we could do, I'm open to suggestions. And, uh, you know, one thing we have done is, uh, not just have it, if you're listening to this on the website, um, you know, it's also, uh, on Spotify, it's on a bunch of different platforms. It's on, uh, YouTube, um, I can't remember them all. Amazon Music, um, YouTube Music, you know, and it's on a, it's on a bunch of platforms. It's going to be on a bunch more. Um, so, you know, go and check it out on them. Um, you know, uh, yeah, they got a lot of a lot of different stuff you can, uh, you know, do you know as far as downloading it and stuff like that. So, um, it's really cool to be able to, you know, the way they have the stuff set up for podcasts these days. And um, I can't do any of it. Sarah does it all. So Sarah's putting it up. <laughs> but she does a great job. She understands it all. and uh, Or if she doesn't, she takes hours and figures it out. Um, so I really appreciate her a lot. Um, last week on the, on the show, we had, uh, you know, Rick um, from... Uh, uh, deep ravine fur and uh it was nice to have rick come in and uh be our our first interview and you know talk about you know beaver prices and all that stuff and uh i uh everybody i talk to just says that, that you know the you never know what's going to happen i mean tomorrow the price could drop out of it nothing's guaranteed in life but you know i mean that seems to be a really good market right now and uh 
You know, I mean, we ended up averaging uh, $24 on Grease Beaver. Uh, if you don't know what Grease Beaver are, uh, Grease Beaver are just skinned and then frozen, the hides frozen. Um, you know, so we'd pull them out. And I, that was, uh, I think it was six of them, which Rick didn't even, you know, didn't, he didn't even throw them out. It was, um, you know, I threw them out. So, uh, you know, they were little, just little bitty beaver, you know, a little bit bigger than a muskrat, maybe two muskrats put together. So, you know, the, the, this, I mean, if they're itty bitty, they just, you know, I don't think they're worth nothing. So maybe they're, maybe they are, maybe they aren't. I, I just, I, he treated, if somebody treats me good, I try to treat them good. And, uh, I didn't expect somebody to pay me for them little bitty things. And, uh. You know, so, you know, the, the thing is, is uh, you know, if you want to go out there and, you know, catch something that's uh, worth something, I mean, a lot of times you can sell the carcasses, especially, you know, like on, uh, you know, the beavers in a lot of areas, um, you know, you can sell, you know, the muskrat carcasses. We buy tons of muskrat carcasses. We bought more muskrat carcasses, um, you know, and like this year, um, you know, uh, we we're paying uh, a, a dollar for the for a muskrat carcass that's where you just skin it throw it in the bag or you skin the height off take what's left and throw it in the bag and count it as one do that to the next one the next one the next one and then when you got 10 in a bag you tie it off and you got ten dollars um, you know guts all tail head if you want the head I told them they could have the head you know so um, you know there there, there's money and all that. I had one guy get a hold of me and say, uh, you know, that was early on when rat prices were, you know, right in the shitter. And um, he, he says, I told him a dollar on the carcasses. He said, uh, I can't sell them for that. You know, um, you know, I, I want a dollar and a half. And I'm like, I can buy for a dollar and a half. I can go out and buy rats with the hide still on them. You know, uh, probably for the dollar I could. You know that not now, but you know then. And I'm like, I don't need them that bad. You know, um, you know, because there's a, there's a I, I pay as much as I can. You know, um, so, but you know, there's lots of markets out there. Uh, you know, and but the beaver looks really good. Uh, so you can sell the carcasses and get uh, you know per pound price uh, on the carcass, or you know sell it for you know three four bucks. Um, you know, when you got 50 of them, it's an extra 150 bucks. You know, if you, you know, with the, with the rats, you know, buck a piece extra. You ain't got to do nothing. You're just gonna, you know, use a few of them for mink bait and then throw them away. You know, I mean, it's you know, pretty good money, I think. You know, and uh, so, you know, there are, is markets out there. The coyote market. You know, I mean, uh, it's not not great. Um, you know, it's like with the gray fox. It seemed like some some places sold gray fox really well. Um, other place, you know, and then other markets weren't that great. So, um, you know, I seen some gray fox go for fifteen to twenty five bucks. Same way with reds. And I seen other sales like out Pennsylvania. I think it was uh, was like five six bucks. So, um, you know, I mean, you're gonna have different fur quality and stuff. But you know, if you you know, uh, the fur crafters, it's like uh, New York sale out there at, uh, 
you know, Cat County sale, um, and at uh, the Herkimer sale, and then I can't remember the name, Honey Ho. Anyways, out to New York, um, you know, you got uh, lots of crafters that show up. And the thing is, is, you know, if you can go to one of the sale like that where the crafters are, you're going to get more money for eyeball stuff. Not a lot of gray fox out to uh, New York. Some gray fox show up there, and the crafters drool all over them, and they're going to buy them, and, you know, you're going to make out good. You know, you, uh, you know, show up at a sale in Iowa with, you know, uh, raccoons. There's a lot of raccoons there. The crafters, you know, if there's any crafters at their sales, uh, you know, they got a lot of pick. You know, you show up with uh, some fishers, you know, different uh, sale in Iowa to sell, you know, that you, you know, caught, um, or pine martens, better chance that you're going to make out real good. Um, you know, so, you know, I mean, it, it, it's what you have and what the market is. But the thing is, you know, you see the sales of, you know, different stuff. That was only the, what the market was that day. It, it you know, uh, people see the, you know, that let's say that uh, Beaver averaged 40-some dollars or whatever it was at the Arkansas sale. The thing is, is I sold Beaver, uh, like, I don't know, 10 days before that, got nine bucks nose count uh, on some skinned, some not skinned, with the casters cut out of them. And, um, you know, uh, and I got a $9 nose count and, and was thrilled, you know, um, you know, Two weeks later, they had that sale. If I would have went to them same buyers after that, away from that sale, probably back to a nine-dollar nose count. You know, um, so it, when it, you see this stuff from the sale, it's only that day that that's what the market was at that particular spot. And um, you know, not, nothing. You know, nothing's guaranteed. You know, for over extended period of time. So. You know, it's important to pick the time when you're selling. Sometimes you're right, sometimes you're wrong. I was right and wrong. I was, the, the, the you know, $9 was really, was awesome. Nose count for stretch, or, uh, you know, beaver in the carcass with the casters cut out of them. You know, that was an awesome price to me. If, if I'd have had more, I'd have sold him more. <laughs> you know, so, um, you know, I mean, do I wish I would have been at the Arkansas sale? Absolutely. Because uh, $40-some average is a hell of a lot better than 9 But, like I said, I was thrilled to get the 9 um, But, you know, there's markets out there for that stuff. Um, you know, as far as, uh, you know, like with beaver, muskrats, um, you know, I mean, you know, you can sell all that stuff. And it's, uh, you know, you can, so there's something you can target to help pay for your expenses and, you know, stuff like that. And... You know, I mean, beaver prices, you know, you start averaging, you know, above $20, that's, that's uh, for a greased beaver, that's pretty good. You know, especially you get to keep the carcass, the caster, all that stuff. So, um, if, uh, you know, then there's, you know, lots of fur buyers running around buying beaver, and uh, I don't, you won't have no problem getting rid of them. And it, you know, I had a buddy the other day I talked to uh, down in Georgia, and he said, uh, you guys are, you know, it's awesome for you guys getting, you know, that prices on them beaver up there. I'm like, uh, yeah, that's not just northern beaver. That is hatter market, um, you know, 
I mean, is ours going to weigh a little bit more when they weigh them? Because uh, with the Hatter market, it's by the uh, dollar, you know, a dollar amount by the pound. Um, you know, you know, say it would be seven dollars a pound. If your beaver weighed a pound and a half, uh, and they're paying ten dollars, you would get fifteen dollars for that beaver. You know, so you know it's per pound um, on the Hatter market, and it doesn't matter. If you're in Georgia, Louisiana, um, you know, the way I understand it, doesn't matter if they're summertime beaver or wintertime beaver. You know, I mean, yeah, they'll weigh more in the winter than they're going to in the summertime, but they don't care. You know, that's from what I understand. Um, so, like I say, everybody always is doom and gloom. I'm, uh, you know, not everybody. Um, some people online are doom and gloom. But see, I've been through all this many, many times. And, you know, it's like people talk about the fur boom in the 70s and 80s. Fine. You know, there was, a, and then they'll talk about like 2012, 13. You know, like that would just happened. You know, there was lots of uh, times that the market spiked on certain items and it went high. I mean, was 2012, 2013 awesome? Yeah, it was. It was flat awesome. Um, you know, but, you know, uh, a lot of market peak, uh, high market items went from, you know, 1987 when the market crashed and the price uh, dropped up to 2012-13. The thing is, is that there was lots of where it went, the market went up, not on all items, but where you could go out and capitalize on certain species and make out make out good and we might not all trap for the money but there is a, a definite link between money and trapping as far as getting um, I wouldn't say necessarily new people but you know getting some uh, people out there in the numbers uh, at conventions and to support the associations and stuff like that there's a definite link between the two um, so, you know, but like in 1997, I think it was, I mean, uh, you know, we, I, I averaged, uh, $17 on coon, you know, I mean, you know, you don't hear anybody talking about 1997 in the coon market, but you know, um, you could, you know, I averaged $17. That's, that's better than I averaged this year. Um, so, you know, it all, you know, if you take it all in perspective, the thing is, is there's going to be peaks and valleys, and with each species, mink valleys seem to be a lot lo longer than other species. But, you know, it's like people saying, well, the coon market's never coming back. Well, you know what? They said that on the beaver two years ago, you know, and look where we're at now. It just takes one turn, and, you know, you're back on top again. So, you know, I, and, and, and I, in full transparency, I... Uh, I'm a glass half full person um, for the most part. Um, and, you know, I'm like got the gold miner mentality. You know, I just keep, you know, doing my pans of gold, looking for that big nugget. Uh, and that next pan is going to have the big nugget. And, uh, you know, so, but, uh, you know, that's the, you know, the, the way I, I have to be doing this stuff. Um, you know, because I really, and I really do believe that. I do believe the next year the coon prices come back. I mean, we average. Um, nine dollars on raccoons this year you know i mean we went out and searched and found a market and had good raccoons you know they were iowa raccoons and they were put up 
um, you know, um, and we still have 250 in the freezer um, that we didn't have time to put up because we were off running around getting other stuff. I'm still putting up otter. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, I, right now, you know, I probably could sell the, uh, the otter for $35, you know. Um, is that great? Nope. Uh, back in, uh, you know, in the, you know, like in the 80s and 90s, you know, eh, probably not the 90s, but the, in the in the 80s for sure, uh, otter was a $50 bill. If I caught one, I figured I could get 50 bucks out of it for sure, you know. Um, you know, and then, then they went up to, you know, where I seen uh, when F&T used to buy fur, my dad was there and um, uh, Ralph offered one guy $250 for an otter, you know, and the guy called him a crook, you know, so <laughs> I, mean, I wonder what he, if he takes 25 bucks for his otter now, um, you know, but, uh, you know, the thing is, um, if you want to make a few bucks, and be able to sell the stuff, you know, I mean, beaver would be a good one to chase after this next year. Um, you know, there's quite a few around throughout the country because of, uh, you know, no, nobody had really been trapping them because the price was so bad on them. I mean, the last year we, or the, this year we sold, the worst we sold was $9 in the carcass. Um, you know, we sold them to Perry Fur down there. Him and his son stopped, helped us out. I mean, just awesome people. Um, you know, I couldn't say nice, enough nice things about Perry Fur Company down in Louisiana. I mean, most everybody down in Louisiana that, that traps and stuff and has anything to do with that has always been awesome. But, uh, you know, uh, Perry is really good. And, um, you know, um, you know, but the year before that, um, you know, we got, you know, $6 in the grease. You know, so, you know, that's why I say that. Next year, I mean, coon prices could come up. I mean, it might be the year after. It might be five years. I don't know. Nobody does. But they sh sure as hell don't know that it's going to be in the toilet for five years. So anybody says they do, you know, you should start playing the stock market because you're, you're in the wrong game if you're that, that highly intelligent to be able to figure all that out, you know. And the, and the fur buyers are the same way. They can't figure it out either because the thing is, is uh, they would have been out pumping on the beaver and having piles of them um, way ahead of time if they would have known that the, it was going to go, you know, high like it is. Because if they can buy one for 10 and sell it for, say, 24, 14 bucks is a lot better than working on two or three. So, but, you know, a lot of the stuff, uh, the guy, you know, guys and ladies, uh, you know, they uh, aren't doing it for the money. But it's certainly nice to be able to get a return, you know, at least something. You know, at least, you know, uh, use them and not uh, just have to, you know, throw them away. So, well, um, I guess uh, we're going to end there. Um, I got a couple ideas for next week's show. Um, that should be pretty interesting. Um, I'm going to try and have an interview lined up with a really cool guest. And uh, I'll see you next week. Thanks for, uh, you know, tuning in and uh, listening. And, you know, this is the first show I've ever done, you know, uh, me talking for an hour. Uh, I kept the swearing to a, a minimum, um, which, uh, you know, 
might not always work, but it, it worked tonight. So, um, but I appreciate you all tuning in. And, uh, you know, like I say, uh, uh, I'm open to any of your ideas as far as, um, you know, uh, things to do for the show. So, other thing I, I wanted to say real quick, uh, I said on a live on Facebook the other night. Um, if you come to a show, if you want to go to a traffic convention, but you don't have nobody to go with, um, and you think, well, I'll get there, and I won't have anybody to, you know, hang out with or whatever, you know, during the day we're working the booth and, you know, uh, talking to people there, and you're free to stop by there, and you don't have to spend money, you just stop by and talk and stuff, so, um, but afterwards, we, we, we're spent, last year we stayed, um, except for the Nationals, uh, at the, right at the, we stayed at the, uh, campgrounds or the fairgrounds every, every show. And, uh, we're doing that. We didn't even book no motels this year. We're staying right at the shows. Um, so if you're going there and you don't have any, any friends to go with, and you're worried about that, you know, um, you just find out where we're camping. We're going to have a fire going. Um, and the thing is, is, um, you're, you can come on, hang out with us at our fire. Um, we can talk trapping, um, we can talk, uh, you know, whatever you want to talk, you know, just, we'll, we'll all be a big group there, you know, I mean, uh, I'll be there, Sarah will be there, Virts is at some of them will be there, Haggerty will be there, Nick Ernie will be at some of them, you know, so, um, and lots of other people, so, you know, like I say, if you want to come to a convention, ain't got nobody to hang out with, come hang out at our camp you'll meet lots of friends uh and you know um you know we might not know who you are but once you come there you know you'll you'll just be one of the trappers so anyways uh you know i just want to throw that out there that everybody's welcome to come hang out at our fire uh if you're coming there and don't have a chair i would bring one because the chairs go quick we only got about six of them and they go quick and I, I'm really quick at grabbing one. And I will grab it away from you. You try to get in it, I'll be there first. So, anyways, thanks everybody for listening this week. I really appreciate it. And uh, hopefully I get better and better at doing this. So, <laughs> see you everybody. Bye. <laughs>